when was there this biographical moment in time when you realized, yeah, I, I want to I wanna be a maker, a, an owner? I think I always, like, I've never really had a real job ever. Uh, so, like, like, really never. Like, my parents ran a print, like, a print agency that was, like, you know, kind of one of those old school local, you know, kind of, like, uh, design flyers and logos and um, stuff like that, you know, back when, be before websites really began. Like, my parents started the company in 79, I think, or 78. So, a lot of illustration, a lot of, a lot of you know, constructing fonts from scratch a lot of like you know stuff like that so i i grew up kind of like in an agency kind of freelancer kind of environment like they grew the age like right when i was born they kind of like grew the agency to a point where they had employees and you know they they were working out of the house so i was like in the house with like 13 employees in the house with desks everywhere and you know i kind of like grew up in this kind of thing of like independent like setting your own hours like my dad like fucked off and you know went surfing like whenever he wanted to and you know at that time and i i never had the vision that oh, okay i'm gonna go like go to college and get the job like i dropped out of high school i didn't finish high school i just i immediately just dove into like okay well, you know learn from my dad and like read books and learn from other people in the company like there were hackers in the company there were like programmers in the company who were like secretly like super crazy hackers and stuff so i you know i used to hang out with them all the time and we would like yeah, you know, they would show me how they're like hacking into crazy shit. Actually, I could tell you a funny story. One time, um, no names mentioned, but one time, like basically this client wouldn't wouldn't pay the agency and he was making this big deal and, you know, like was saying, oh, no, you know, I'm not going to pay you guys. Fuck you guys. And, you know, my dad's stressing and he's going, fuck, you know, we're going to have to sue this guy. What are we going to do? And this this hacker guy who was working at the company, this programmer, you know, he was he was a very, he looked up to my dad. He really loved my dad. He like loved the company. He was very happy to be there and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, he got kind of emotional about it. He went and like back when you could do like email bombs where you like send an email and when you open the email, it just like empties your hard drive. Like these kinds of like, uh, like viruses that, that, and he, he made one of those and sent it to the client and emptied out the client's entire hard drive and like fucked him over. And um, the client came back and was like, Hey, what the fuck? I know it was you guys, blah, blah, blah. And like, they were, the FBI was at the, was at the office, like, you know, questioning people and shit like this. It was like, I, I was, I was around so much weird shit that was happening and like seeing these like agency relationships and these like programmers and how they were like, I mean, this guy might, you know, they ended up firing him, but remaining friends and contracting work to him for like, for like a decade after this incident like they just had to like officially fire him but they like did like they kept working with him in secret and he ended up becoming one of my first employers like um like i wasn't really working at the agency yet i was still pretty young and he used to tell me hey man i'll pay you 200 dollars a day to like come with me to this like car dealership and we're gonna like install uh you know install like a internet line and five phone systems and you just help me like run wires through the ceiling and like i'll teach you how to like wire an electrical box and uh we'll eat mcdonald's and like you know smoke weed on the way and stuff and i'm like all right yeah sure you know so you know me and this like hacker guy or just like you know smoking weed and like learning i'm learning how to like you know uh build electrical boxes and connect internet lines and you know it work and stuff like this getting 200 dollars a day which like at my age you know i was like i was like 15 or 16 i'm like fuck man this is like good money and um you know so yeah i don't know i grew up around just this crazy shit all the time and was just working odd jobs with weird people you know and like he, this guy was a big inspiration for me personally this hacker guy because i mean he like i think that job that we did at the car dealership that one time i think he got paid twenty thousand dollars for that installation 
uh, to like install all their phone lines and their internet and configure everything and put the routers and you know yada yada. And um, this was like 2005 or 2000. 2006 no no earlier 2004 2005 something like that and so you know we were doing this crazy shit and um i don't know i was just getting this taste for like now you can just be independent and just do whatever the fuck you want basically like you just learn a couple of these skills and like you could just like you're just a cowboy in the world you know and like I, and for instance i lost track of that guy he's completely disappeared like no one can find him like he's gone right he like totally like he's like off grid somewhere totally disappeared so really funny really funny just the people that i interacted with and then you know seeing my parents too you know they were like doing my mom's the accountant my dad's like the ceo kind of like head designer guy and you know just seeing them kind of like go through that stuff i ended up like building their web design department when that stuff started to happen i kind of was like on the cut i was like learning javascript and html and css and all this shit so i kind of like came in and was like hey guys like you know you guys should be building websites and they're like yeah, uh, we know that. And, you know, my dad had been building some websites, but like really shitty. And I was just kind of like, man, I can like, I can level this up. So they kind of gave me that whole responsibility. And I, that was kind of how I got started was just working with them being this independent kind of like working within the company, but not really part of the company. Like I'm just this weird guy that they go to for the websites and stuff. And then out of that, I got really frustrated with working with the parents and stuff. I hate it. And I, you know, my, me and my dad don't really get along that well. So I'm, you know, I'm, I basically just went and started freelancing, moved away from the house at like 19 years old, uh, moved to like a city far away, freelanced, you know, and made music and just focus on that. So yeah, like, uh, it's been from since birth, man, basically, I've just been like, no, fuck this. I'm not like even school. I couldn't do school, like even high school, like, I grew up in kind of like a dangerous area to like in the, in the high school was really like, it was a lot of gang gang members and um, you know, probably you know, a lot of guns and people killing each other and stuff. So I, I didn't like just being in school. I just hated it. I hated every second of it. I hated having to like, you just have to be, you just have to like, there was just no way to like be yourself. You had to like fit in with all these like really bad people. And it was just like, I just want to get out of there. So I just drop out of high school to start working, start freelancing, start doing web design. Cause I just know I love it. And then, um, yeah, I, I just didn't give a fuck, man, honestly. And then as I went, I started to realize, okay, I can't do all this work myself. So, you know, and I started to read some books and, um, you know, when I got married, you know, that was when, that was when the really like, you know, the car had to like, you know, get an engine and wheels and start to actually roll, you know, with the entrepreneur stuff. Like that was when I was kind of like, okay, I need money. I need to be able to support, you know, this, this little family. I, I need to like move out of this, like, you know, uh, musician house that I live in with all these like, you know, degenerate like musician people and, um, you know, start like a real life, you know, that you can call a life or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. When I got married, that was my real thing. And then I started to read books. I, I, I remember Sam Ovens videos, like really blew my mind when I was watching those, like, free YouTube stuff, just watching like Sam Ovens and um, God, I'm trying to think of who else, even like Grant Cardone, you know, just like learning sales, learning, learning the importance of all these things and um, reading, um, reading the E-Myth book was really heavy for me. Reading Jay Abraham um, books um, uh, are like, you know, that, that like changed my mind completely about everything, basically like about getting referrals and just all the stuff that my parents never did also like I also kind of watched the degeneration of my parents business really heavily and you know they're like they're not really doing like they were they went from 13 employees to being like 
pretty much like freelancers at some point, you know what I mean? And they kind of just like threw all that away and just downsize and downsize and downsize and downsize. And in a way it was good. And in a way I saw that there were a lot of problems with like how they were running. You know, they just did their hiring system suck. Their accounting system suck. Their fulfillment system suck. Their <laughs> referral system suck. They're fucking, you know, they, they weren't outsourcing and getting quality going up. They weren't hiring people better than themselves. They never hired consultants. They never like did coaching. They never, you know, they just never did any of this shit. And when I kind of realized all that, I'm like, I'm going to do everything I can to just be like way better at everything so that I can just manage the thing um, a lot better. And since then, honestly, I tried to go kind of big at first. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm watching like Grant Cardone and Sam Ovens. And I'm like, I want to be a millionaire. I want to do all this stuff. And at some point I started to like scale businesses up. Like I started to take the web design business and hire a lot of people and go out and do really hardcore lead gen and really start to like, you know, run ads and do all these things and do other services and um, all, you know, learn marketing and learn everything. And um, I hit a point where I just hated dealing with people and I hate dealing with employees and I hate hiring and I hate firing and I hate clients and I hate like, um, all this crap. And, and I started to realize, and recently actually my buddy Cam Duncan, uh, uh, who you may know from Twitter, he, he actually just sent me a book called the company of one. And this book has been like blowing my mind recently. Cause it's been what's on my mind this whole time where I'm like, man, like downsizing is not a bad thing as long as you like have a vision for what it is you're actually trying to create and you're creating passive income like within it. Like not everything is like service based and you have to be there like creating info products, creating SaaS, creating these things, but kind of like keeping things small on purpose and not like feeling like you need to just grow, 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 and keep growing and keep growing. Realizing that like, once you make a certain amount of money, you can be happy. You can live a lifestyle you want to live. And um, after that amount of money, you stop working and you, and you like invest that money and you just like relax and you actually enjoy your life and try not to like go so crazy with the growth. So I'm trying to find that kind of like balance now. And uh, but yeah, so yeah. In answer to your question, man, it's like been always, always forever. I, I was like, fuck everybody. I'm going to be independent. I'm going to do whatever the fuck. And like getting jobs, I was always tempted to get a job and I never fucking did it. I, I remember one time with my, when, when I got married and we moved into an apartment and I had to pay like real rent and all this stuff for the first time. I remember being like, I remember being like, I'm going to go get a job. Fuck this. I'm going to get a job as like a, you know, web designer or a web, web dev or something like that. And I started looking at the jobs and like, I did like, I think I did one interview and I was like, dude, fuck this shit, man. Like I can like, I, I should be controlling this conversation. Not like being like the, like, Oh, I, I swear to God, I'll, I'm good. You, you should hire me. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? So. Right now, uh, what's your public businesses that you want to talk about that make like a steady income for mm -hmm. you? Like, do you have one kind of model that just works or is it that you have actually like decentral income streams, let's say? Yeah, it's kind of a, um, kind of funny. It's sort of a, it's sort of a weird, uh, mix at the moment. So like I was recently, I like a couple of years ago, I was running uh, a, like a lead generation agency, like kind of before it was cool on Twitter, obviously, I, I was doing like my own thing, my own niche that I had like developed over many years, some Google ads, some web design, some uh, like cold email, LinkedIn kind of stuff. And then we were, you know, working with like manufacturing companies and robotics companies and like industrial side of things kind of companies. Uh, so that was kind of where 
and also kind of picking up anything like I'm kind of like, you know, I, I, it's not it's not so much shiny object syndrome. I'm just like this person that like genuinely likes to learn new niches and new skills and new shit like under pressure. Like I've always like that's kind of how I got started and how I've learned from the get go, like is just doing it and kind of getting paid to learn it. And failure is not an option and just figure it out. You know what I mean? Kind of like some military kind of uh commander's intent kind of uh, situation where it's just okay you got like you got an army on the field and like you need to win and it doesn't matter how you win you have to win you know uh so i kind of like that's kind of what i like doing so yeah i was doing you know like working like over my career i've worked with like every like a million niches fucking so many niches it's insane and done a lot of services and you know from seo to web designs and ads on different platforms to like conversion optimization to like copywriting to like every, every goddamn thing video video production fucking you 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 name it like in the marketing space and we we i pretty much tried to do it or have done it um so recently recently like a couple of years ago i was doing a lead gen agency that was kind of pumping and um, we got that up to like 30,000 a month in, in, in recurring revenue and it was going really well. I had one partner um, uh, and we were kind of just kind of just having contractors and just me and this partner and I was kind of managing sales. This is kind of where I learned. I was really deep into sales like a couple of years ago. I was just doing sales all day. I just had like calls booked all day and I was just like a closer basically for my own agency kind of thing. And um, so I learned a lot of sales through that. And I, you know, that was kind of my main source of income. That's where I kind of started stacking money where I was like, okay, I'm like actually having some money all of a sudden and I'm like seeing some profit and I can kind of like pay for shit and like live in a nicer apartment and kind of like actually like live, you know, kind of start to figure out the lifestyle or the life I want to live and do it. Um, and then like during that time, um, I was seeing companies like Uplead and, uh, and, you know, uh, Apollo and, uh, we were actually using Apollo for a pro Apollo.io for a project for like B2B data stuff. And, and I thought, Hey, let, let's build a SaaS. I mean, I have this kind of tech background a little bit, like just in terms of like, you know, WordPress and PHP and CSS. And like, I'm, I'm kind of like a CSS, you know, wizard still to this day. Like I can do crazy shit in CSS. I'm like, you know, I got some code background. I'm going, Hey, we should just build like a, build a data platform like the data is out there we can you know scrape data and just start selling it and just do this thing so i started this SaaS called prospecting toolkit and um partnered with another uh another crew of people on that and then um that's kind of been my and then so that started picking up steam it took about a year to really like i kind of it was like me unpacking like um SaaS marketing and stuff and trying to kind of like try you know because i never really ran a SaaS before so i just kind of like launched it and just started fucking with shit and adding stuff to it and we had like features on the roadmap but i was like on the marketing side so i'm just figuring out ways to market it and writing a lot of content and doing seo and thinking okay yeah like for the long term seo is the play but in the short term i ran some google ads and did some youtube ads and some quora ads and uh different kind of stuff like that just tested some different stuff did some cold email too but um kind of didn't hate, didn't like that for SaaS. that's better for uh agency high ticket stuff in my experience and so yeah, just kind of like ran a bunch of stuff like that. And then um, slowly but surely it started to bring, uh, you know, MRR up and up and up. And uh, at the moment, like it, it's at about 10 G's uh, MRR and, um, you know, I get a sizable chunk of that. So uh, yeah, so I, so I stopped the agency. I just closed the agency. I honestly, it was so hard to, 
manage it. And I started to hate doing sales calls. You know, I mean, I, it's, it's one thing if you're just a sales closer, but it's a whole nother thing. If you're like running, you know, I'm like having to figure out the offers and having to figure out the pricing and having to figure out the, you know, everything. Like my partner was all on the fulfillment side. So I'm like figuring out like everything about the business structure. And, you know, I just started to like get really tired of like having to deal with like all of it. And then the clients churn and it's so painful. And, um, you know, so many things about an agency that I just hate doing nowadays. Like I kind of find it to be like, um, one of my least favorite models, especially like kind of this outsourced, like growing agency where every time you take on a client, you need like another person that you need to hire or you need, or, you know, you need to keep like balancing this thing. You, you make more money, but you end up spending more money and it just kind of like becomes this kind of annoying, um, there's so many people involved, I guess, and stuff like that. So I kind of got really tired of that model. So after prospecting toolkit, yeah, the SaaS thing really blew my mind where I'm like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with very little. All I'm doing is really the stuff I like doing, which is just marketing and um, not even really sales, just marketing. Like I just get to do marketing because people, it's low touch, people onboard themselves. So it's like, and when people churn, I don't care because it's like $100 a month. It's like I, like when someone churns, someone else comes on. Um, bringing down churn is not that hard and it's a lot about the education and the, you know, just kind of like helping people along through the process. And so, um, yeah, the SaaS model really started to like resonate with me where I'm like, man, I really just want to do SaaS and, um, you know, the B2B data thing is really cool. And obviously prospecting toolkits, like an amazing prospect, uh, amazing, amazing product. And like, I love it. And, um, I'm, I'm still super like pretty much full time on that, but also, like, I kind of started recently to realize that, that you know, the web design thing is something that I really always loved. And WordPress now has come to such a level where it, it's kind of insane where WordPress is. Like, WordPress before, when I was, like, you know, when I was learning WordPress in 2010, man, it was, like, WordPress was, like, you, you, could, do, you could do shit with it, but it was really crazy. Like, it was so new, you know. Um, all the plug there wasn't all the plugins, there wasn't Elementor, there wasn't all this stuff. There wasn't even like a decent page builder. Like you were doing everything in HTML, CSS, PHP. So I, you know, I built my own themes from scratch and all this shit. So I had to like learn, I learned, you know, the, the WordPress loop and all this crap. Now I'm like, wow, you have Elementor, you have all these plugins for Elementor. You have all these, there's like this whole ecosystem with WordPress now where it's so massive and useful and anyone can use it and it's so great. And, uh, and so now I'm kind of starting to like, um, curve my way back to WordPress and web design and, you know, prospecting toolkit fits into it because I want to help web designers and freelancers and agencies get clients, um, at the end of the day, cause it's a huge part of that. It's one of the hardest parts of running a business like that. And I know from experience, but, um, I'm starting to branch out and want to do SaaSes that are more, um, in line with like, you know, web design and conversion optimization and, uh, SEO and, uh, you know, WordPress in general, templates and themes and uh, stuff like that. So I'm kind of like, um, yeah, getting getting into some info product things. But yeah, the main income right now is coming from like prospecting toolkit, uh, affiliate revenue from like sites I've built over the years that still pump money that make no sense that I don't even do anything on them at all. And they make like a thousand bucks a month. And I just don't, I don't even know where it's coming from or how it's happening. And then, uh, um, so that's the power of like a lot of small bets, I guess, like over the years, I've always just like had a passion in my head. Like, dude, I can build a website in like a day. So I just like, a lot of times, like, I'll just be like, Oh, I'm really interested in that. I'm going to build a website around it and like find an affiliate program and just link it and do a couple SEO articles and build some backlinks. And then, and then I forget about it and I just leave. It. And then later on I start getting these checks and I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That thing, like people are clicking it and, um, Absolutely. stuff's happening on it. 
Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, so that's pretty much my deal now. I'm starting to do a little like I did a website the other the other month, um, like a contract website, like for an agency. I just they paid me for a website, so like I still do um, kind of random work. Um, I'll, I'm also a co-founder at this company, Listkit. Uh, that's also kind of like a B2B data company. So I, I like, um, you know, I, I built a course for them. That course sells. I take, uh, it, I take my portion of the course sales. You know, like uh, stuff, stuff like that. Like I got a bunch of little small bets. You know, that that I kind of work on. And um, yeah, but SaaS and and marketplace are kind of like my two like really favorite uh, stuff to do right now. And also, I'm kind of like I said, kind of going back to the old school, uh, just building websites for fun uh, and and charging like a lot of money for it. So. Uh, that that feels good also just to do some work you know like that so i enjoy it nice uh do you have like some kind of boilerplate of starting a company and then having some contracts yeah it's a tough it's a tough one so it kind of depends on the type of company i guess like uh when it comes to i mean like when i was building the agencies for example like ah oh, man you know it's so non-linear you know the way that it happens i i think that there is a certain amount of like uh like serendipity or uh what do you call it uh fate or i, I don't know what you want to call it you know there's there's sort of like some magic that has to happen i think with like connecting the right people to the right thing like i've never really had that much luck with like hiring freelancers off of upwork off of like a job description and like you know how to really sync up and work you know like i've i've done that to get help on something that i just needed quick help on but i've, I've never really like found really good partners or like business sort of um foundations through through that i think number one it helps on my end to know every fucking thing like i know so much about what i'm doing like i know I, I know for the most part, like what the business needs to do and needs to uh, execute to be able to to have a relative amount of success, I guess. Like I um, like I know that the brand like I can do the brand like I, I know that the brand needs to be done and it needs to be done correctly and it needs to like resonate with the audience. So I need to know the audience. So like I need to know the audience before I even start thinking about, okay, like so what's the audience's problem and what am I solving for? And then what should the character of the company be or what should the culture of the company be? What should that brand say to these people? Is it fun? Is it serious? Is it uh, is it blues and, and greens for trust? Is it like purples and yellows for like kind of a magical like uh, kind of, you know, like solve your problem in one step kind of thing? Or is it like, you know what I mean? Like color psychology, the whole thing. I, I kind of try to put all that into something I'm executing. Then then it's like knowing what's the minimum like viable thing I can do to make money right now, like with this thing. Like what? how can I test the market in a way that, is gonna you know give me some validation so i can go forward right like i, I don't want to just because i was in the past man i built like giant fucking companies and you know had no customers and shit so like i know how that feels and um that's always been terrible for me so like i always try to like validate stuff first and, and shit like that so i like to know that there's like a market for the problem what the minimum viable thing in many cases i can kind of do that by myself and so like for instance with like the lead gen agency you know what i mean it's like i i know google ads to a good extent um i can find a freelancer for google ads very easily like i can build the landing pages for them at, in the beginning like let me go out and try to get some clients sell them this thing and then um you know have offers that i'm trying and then kind of like when something resonates i'll just execute the first time 
document the whole process and then I start to like hire people, right? You know, or something like that with an agency. Like, um, but obviously you need to have skills to be able to do that. So you need the, you need to get those skills through like either freelancing or getting jobs or whatever your, your flavor of that is, right? Um, for the SaaS stuff, man, it's always like, that shit is always just crazy for me because you're right. You need to trust the people. Um, it goes both ways. Like, you know, I, if I'm not able to market it properly, then like they don't make any money and they spend all this time and like vice versa, you know, it's like, it needs to be kind of like a mutual understanding. Um, there's a lot of people that will like fuck you over in these spaces. There's a lot of, uh, people don't, you know, I don't know. People take on too much work. Sometimes people get kind of weird. I, people just disappear out of nowhere. That actually happened to me recently. I had a project we were working on. The guy just like, the dudes just disappeared, um, you know, and totally just, just quit the project, which is like, which is fine also. So I, like, I kind of just take it with a grain of salt. I mean, that's why I kind of a little bit also try to go for the small, smaller bets a little bit when I do my work. Cause I kind of like try to go, okay, look, like I, it's sort of like a VC when they fund a company or when they fund companies, they, they fund like 10 companies and they know one is going to work out, you know? And I kind of do, I sort of try to do a similar thing where I have like a lot of ideas and I try to validate those ideas. And then when something sinks and it's the right team and it's the right thing, I just kind of go a hundred percent into that, um, you know, and kind of like let the other ones drop and just tell people to fuck off or whatever and just be a dick if I have to or whatever. Uh, it just depends on the situation completely. And I try to be fair and equitable with people, but for sure some projects just don't work out and things don't work out. So as far as SaaS, man, I like to have the idea, obviously. I, I like to see the problem in the market. I think with SaaS, if you're not solving your own problem that you either had in the past or have right now, uh, it's going to be really hard to make it go forward. So for instance, prospecting toolkit came out of the need for B2B data that's super accessible and easy to scrape. So like, like we were running a lead, a lead agency, we were doing cold email and, you know, Apollo.io didn't have what I wanted. And, uh, you know, all these other tools didn't have what I wanted. And I, you know, whatever, right? So I built the tool. And so I think that's kind of like the ethos where SaaS works really well. Like I, I hear some people that go, you know, like I have a buddy right now that was building like a, uh, a, um, like a review generation platform that's like for local businesses. And I asked him if he ever worked in a local business and he said no. And I'm like, well, how the hell do you know how to solve their problem if you've never been in their in their shoes, you know? It's so hard. So like you need to solve problems that you know about, in my opinion, for SaaS. Like that's the best way to do it. Don't go out and just like solve a problem you think exists, right? Because, and then try to like interview people to get the feedback. It just doesn't like, no. so like for instance, right now, all the SaaS projects and all the things I'm building are for freelancers and small agencies, you know, that want to grow and do their shit better and be more efficient. So I was a freelancer and an agency owner and I was very inefficient and like now I know better. So I'm going to create tools to do right. So like, I think, so for SAS, like that's the idea generation part. And then as far as like the partnership part, man, it's all about goddamn dude. I mean, I've gone through every channel, you know, recently I've had a lot of, uh, a lot of luck with Reddit. Strangely. Uh, I, I actually found a co-founder recently for a new project that we're building uh, on Reddit. And, uh, it turned out that he's in the same country that I'm in, in, in Mexico here that, 
you know, he's a teacher at like the local university. He's a really cool dude. So like we, we linked up and it was perfect, you know, where like we're, you know, he has an MVP ready in like two weeks. And, you know, I, these are the things I know are possible, but you just have to find like the right person. Right. So I like, he's awesome. And, and also like, I have that little bit of tech background. So like I have the boilerplate that I'm just going to provide him to start building on. And, you know, I know the tech stack that we probably should use. And I know, you know, I, it's sort of like this kind of meeting of the mind that has to happen where like two people come together. Well, um, as far as like a macro boilerplate, man, I mean, you know, I, you know, like, so for instance, I found my partner for the lead gen agency on Google. Like I went to like page 50, I think it was of Google, um, searching this keyword. I found this guy running this little lead gen agency doing this thing and found out that it was just him booked a call with him. And basically what he thought was a sales call turned into like a flip where I went, Hey dude, do you just want to partner? Cause like I can handle this whole side of it. You handle this whole side of it. Let's just work together. So I actually approached somebody that was like already in business and kind of, took them away and kind of put them into this. And then, you know, we, we did, you know, kind of like 10 X his MRR within like a couple months because just because we had both of us with our skills together and the right niche and all these things that I had already validated. Right. So yeah, I've never really found much success kind of like with the macro boilerplate for building a company. It's more just like, I go out, like if I know what I want, I go out there and I look for it and I look for it until I fucking find it. And if I don't find it, I try to go out, to the to the to the least saturated places like Reddit and Hacker News and these kind of crappy places that everybody hates. And I go there and I try to like plant seeds because you know the real nerds are in there, you know, as far as tech co-founders, you know, and stuff. And um, the real nerd, you know, you have to kind of know what you're looking for, I guess, and go look for it. So I haven't had a lot of luck like outsourcing SaaS projects to agencies myself personally. It's been very difficult to do that. Generally the timelines are like five times longer than if you get with an actual partner who knows what they're doing and uh, they want to build everything from scratch. And um, you end up with this thing where they're not really committed to the project in, in this deep way. So you're kind of, um, you're kind of fighting like uphill the whole way. I know some people who also have done it that way and do a great job with it. So it just, I think it just totally depends on you and your skill set and your, your money, your cash flow, how much money you have to throw at a project and like, uh, what you're looking to do. I, I always try to throw the littlest capital up front um, and get the most validation first before I start to actually like really start investing in a project and uh, go forward. So yeah. And then, you know, as far as like, if it's a service business, man, systems don't, don't, don't obsess over systems, like come up with basic processes and improve the systems over time and add to it. Don't feel like you need to like document the whole business out from the first step, like validate everything and get money in your hand before you start like really building out huge things in my opinion because that's the most important thing is to get money in your hand first